It's time for the Friday, February 13th, 2015 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A cheerfully pessimistic recollection of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And damn it, I'm Mike Caspar. And this is news for the huddled masses. Mahler! <laughs> Shut up! Jeez. You know, a barking dog set off a lawsuit. Potentially worth $500,000 recently. You're kidding. And it could cause the dog's owner losing not just the lawsuit, but her Seattle home. Mahler! We're, oh, oh, God. So you, Do mean, you want us to lose KUCI? Yeah, are you, every week we're risking? In a 36-page complaint, Denise Norton's neighbor, Woodrow Thompson, alleges that Norton's dog, Copper... <laughs> Jeez. God. God. Stop it! Wow. Copper is known for raucously, wildly bellowing, howling, and explosively barking. Does that sound familiar, Mahler? Does that sound familiar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And he is an, and he is an outrage. Uh, yes. And that his barking caused profound emotional distress. Distress. Yes, that's right. I can Mahler. believe that. I understand. So, yeah, Who filed it. this? What's the attorney's name? <laughs> I want him. I yeah. want to know. Yeah, I want him to go after you, Mahler. That's right. You. Every week. That's right. Jeez. Humans aren't the only species to be influenced by, by spin. Okay. A Duke University study has found that positive and negative framing make a big difference for chimpanzees and bonobos, too. In experiments conducted at Chimponga Chimpanzee Sanctuary in the Republic of Congo, uh, researchers presented 23 chimpanzees and 17 bonobos with a choice between two snacks... Mm. A handful of nuts and some fruit. Mm -hmm. Chimps and bonobos were more likely to choose the fruit over the nuts when they were offered a smaller amount of fruit, but sometimes got more, versus when they were initially offered more, but sometimes got less. You know what I'm saying? So they so they took it. Yeah. Gotcha. When they uh, they had a little spin to it. Yeah. They, they just went, despite receiving equal payoffs in both I scenarios. See. I see. They they went for the one that they thought the spin was better on. Gotcha. Just so like it works. Us. It works. Yeah, yeah we, it works. We are it very, works. very systematic. And researchers have discovered that antibiotics have an unwanted impact on the microorganisms that live in an animal's gut that's more broad and complex than previously known. Okay. We know they're not so good for you yeah. for a number of reasons. Yeah. But a new study helped to explain these processes, which by now, which are now believed to affect everything from the immune system to glucose metabolism. Food absorption, obesity, stress, and behavior. So the takeaway, correct me if I'm wrong on this, is antibiotics are, no are we should try to abstain from them as yeah, much as possible. Yeah, unless it's something like really serious. Yeah, yeah. Just don't that's be taking I'm, so many antibiotics. Yeah, they're going to mess you up. Exactly. And, and so to sometimes more uh, than the disease that you have that you're taking the antibiotics for. Now, that might apply to the mass consumption of beef or because the cows are injected taking with a, well, you can, lots you can, you can lots. go that way, too, with it, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It's not just you taking the antibiotics, yep. but it's the antibiotics that are found in our food. In our food. Climate change has advanced so rapidly, Mike, that the time has come to look at options for a planetary-scale intervention, according to the National Academy of Science. Well, the, yeah. Yeah. I think but they've made it official. Okay. The scientists were categorical that geoengineering should not, 
should not be deployed now and was too risky to ever be considered an alternative to cutting the greenhouse gas emissions that cause climate change, but oh. it was better to start research on, on these geoengineering technologies <clears throat> than uh, to not and learn about their risks. We should do that now. So, you know, everybody's saying, well, we just have to live with climate change and we should start bioengineering things around it. Mm -hmm. So they're saying, well, wait, let's look into the bioengineering before we do that, because what we really should do is not consume so much. Mm. Ah, So now the one fringe topic in climate science has moved toward the mainstream, despite repeated warnings from the committee that cutting carbon pollution remained the best hope for dealing with climate change. So meaning the fringe thing is bioengineering our way out of this. Well, this goes along with something that was uh, one of these CEOs said many years ago. I think uh, not that long ago, actually, a couple of years ago. I think it was a CEO of an oil company saying basically, well, we'll just engineer our way out of this. That's what we'll do because we're smart and we're humans and we are never wrong. So we'll figure out a way just to engineer our way around this thing. We'll come up with antibiotics. It will inject everyone with antibiotics, and nobody will ever get sick. The State Department closed the U.S. Embassy in Yemen and evacuated its staff, including the ambassador, amid a political and security crisis in the capital of Sana'a. Yemen has been in limbo since Houthi rebels Mm -hmm. forced the resignation of the Yemeni cabinet and then seized power just last week. Not a big fan of the Houthi rebels, but at least when they seized power... They essentially said they backed away yeah. and said, you guys figure it out. We're just going to make sure that the bad guy we're trying to get rid of does not come back. So and you're not a fan of Hooties. I'm not a big fan of Hooties. Okay. But I think given the alternative, they seem to be a little better. New details have emerged on the global bank big oh, guy, yeah. HSBC. Yeah. You know, the giant, as they call them, or the humongous. Yes. Turd. Turd. HSBC, tax sheltering and money laundering are their specialties for the wealthy and sometimes criminal clients. According to the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, HSBC used its private Swiss arm, they say here. Arm. Yeah. They used its arm. Their outlet. They're everywhere. Yeah. They used the Swiss arm. Well, they have the so, Swiss arms. Yeah. yeah. They have tentacles. Anyway. Yes. Well, They're Swiss tentacles to hide more than $100 billion in accounts used by weapon dealers, tax dodgers, dictators, and celebrities. And celebrities. Funny how celebrities get celebrities. in there. Celebrities. Yeah, celebrities. Got yeah, I always <laughs> thought they were very similar to dictators and tax dodgers, oh, but now I know. Now you know. Leak. Files reportedly include evidence that HSBC helped its clients avoid taxes in their home countries. The documents have sparked criminal probes in several countries, including the U.S. No. In 2012, HSBC reached a $1.9 billion settlement here for a massive money laundering scheme used by drug cartels and other illegal groups. We remember that. Yeah. And now they're doing other stuff. Among other allegations, the bank reportedly supplied a billion dollars to a firm whose founder had ties to al-Qaeda and shipped billions in cash to Mexico to the United States, from Mexico to the United States, despite warnings the money was coming from drug cartels. Look, I mean... And then going to al-Qaeda. There are literally trillions of dollars flowing around the world in illegal arms trades, pornography, drug trade, every all kinds of stuff. It's got to go somewhere. The weapons trade is the most disgusting. Yeah, weapons trade and uh, human slavery, sex yeah, trade. Yeah, there you, you go. Uh, so it goes somewhere. 
So for the for the governments of the world to pretend like they have no idea where this money is going, of course they know where it's going. It's going into banks. Of course it's going into banks. But everyone pretends like this is a shock every time they find it. Yeah. It's out there. Because they don't want to get rubbed out. Well, I guess so. I, guess I don't so. want to we get rubbed out. Oh, I don't want to get rubbed out either. Yeah. So don't, let's not talk anymore about I don't, this. <laughs> We're done. Ukraine and Russia have agreed on the main points of a ceasefire following all-night talks in Belarus. Yeah, this is good news. The truce would take effect on Sunday and see the withdrawal of heavy weapons from front lines. The deal comes amidst some of the worst fighting between separatist and Ukrainian forces mm. to date and a pending U.S. decision on arming the government in Kiev. Yes. Yeah. Now the thing that's about tricky, that, huh? yeah, that's a tricky one. And I've been back and forth on this. On one hand, should we be throwing gasoline on this fire? Uh -huh. No. But at the same time, this the Russians are throwing real live, up to date weaponry at basically an army that is un incapable of defending itself against that. Yeah. Do we give the Ukrainians defensive weapons in order to fend off a so a, a Soviet a Russian backed invasion? Maybe. Now, this is the other part of this is the Russians and Vladimir Putin are absolutely uh, committed to making Ukraine part of their sphere of influence, if not directly under the control. This yeah. is this is an immu um, immutable uh, foreign policy for them. They do not want to see the EU or a NATO based country next as, as close as Ukraine is. That's, yeah. that's just unacceptable to them. So we got to figure out a way out of this. But so. And I'm not saying Vladimir Putin is right. I'm just saying that as long as he's in power and he will be there for a while, they are completely committed to the idea of if they can't win militarily, they're going to compromise them to the point where whoever's the president of the Ukraine will be a puppet of the Russian government. So one way or the other, there's, there, it's going to take a while for this to sort out. Meanwhile, the International Monetary Fund has offered a new $40 billion rescue package for Ukraine's ailing economy, most of it in loans. Mm. Greece failed to reach an agreement with European creditors following an opening round of talks in Brussels. The Greek Syriza government wants to revise the terms of its international bailout following last month's historic election victory on an anti-austerity program. Yeah. Negotiations resume next week. This should be real interesting. Yeah. I want that anti-austerity to come through. Me too. Austerity it is just the wrong way to look at it. It's right. it's it's it's, it's pro one percenter is what right, it is. Squeezing people yeah. more and more. And it, this is an interesting thing. I think Greece has said enough. What are you going to, I mean, basically they've been, uh, there's been a lot of squawking about if Greece defaults and the European Union and its monetary system is in danger and all this. I think the Greeks have finally said, you know what, we did this for three or four years your way, five years, whatever it's been. That's enough. Yeah. That's it. And Spain will follow and some of the other, Italy as well. Let's, we need some austerity from, uh, from the HSBC. Ones. Yes, yes. Two Al Jazeera journalists were freed on bail in Egypt after more than 400 days behind bars. Mohammed Fahmy and Bar Mohammed were released today at the start of a new trial. The pair and a third colleague, Peter Grest, were arrested as part of a crackdown on Al Jazeera after the ouster of Muslim Brotherhood President Mohammed Morsi in 2013. Despite their release, the case has not been dismissed, and a new hearing will begin later this month. Boko Haram yes. raided villages in Niger and Cameroon where 30 people were kidnapped and an estimated 100 others were killed. Benin, Chad, Cameroon, Niger, Nigeria announced plans to assemble 8,750 troops to combat the group which killed at least 10,000 civilians in Africa last year. 
Meanwhile, Nigeria postponed this week's presidential election until late March amidst this wave of violence. Yeah, Mahler. A conservative Hindi organization. You hear about this? No. A conservative Hindi organization in India threatened to forcibly marry couples found to be expressing love in public. Oh, yeah, that kind of got to the yeah, said love yeah. in public. <laughs> that did it. He's a, he's big on that, you know. Or more, on more. social media, yeah. Social, yeah, okay. so he liked public, you know, public display of uh, licking. Mm. <laughs> yes. Display of love in the entire Valentine's week is the equivalent of not following India's tradition, said the group Hindu Mahasabha. Okay. So they, if you say, uh, you know, I love you, you need to get married. Right then. Yeah, right like then. Like right now. Yeah, I love you, Mike. <sighs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Two dozen inmates escaped through the front door of a Brazilian prison after guards were seduced by women in sexy police costumes and given whiskey spiked with sedatives. Uh, well, so they, that's the way you—that's the way you want to escape. There, now, and uh, this goes. Boom. This is this is further evidence of my my plan for world peace. And I've, we've, we've really? talked about yes, absolutely. Sexy police costumes and whiskey. Yes, that's part. With of sedatives. It could be part. With of it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, if you, you know, uh, never mind. I mean, whatever I say, it's going to sound horrible. So I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's a path to peace. Yeah, it is a path to yeah. peace. And here's something for you, Mahler. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I know you uh, like. Yeah. That's right, Mahler. Viet yeah, Vietnamese police admitted to confiscating, then burying alive thousands of cats that had been smuggled from China for culinary use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you like wow. that, Mother. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, not really. I don't like to see cats go. They're nice. No. You, like you're not cats. A, you're not big on cats. I'm okay with cats. Yeah. But I have to, you know, it's kind of the Yankees Dodgers. I'm okay with the Yankees. <laughs> you can see right now I'm wearing a Yankee cap. Yeah. But if they play each other, of course I'm going to be for the dogs. <laughs> a warty pig named Elvis ate his pigless and then began consuming his mate's buttocks. There's a little news there. No, no, off to the side. Okay. A lot of there's a lot of politicians that do that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. A sabotage, a sh sabotage, a shortage of condoms in Venezuela raised the price to seven hundred and fifty-five dollars for a pack of thirty-six. I know Condom you're doing the math. Wait, the condoms, here. Yeah, okay. So yeah, but but nevertheless, that's about twenty bucks, I think. Yeah. Shortage of condoms. Yeah, shortage. They're Got like it. 20 bucks each. Got it. Yeah. Whoa. We have to wait in line even to have sex, said a Venezuelan man. Oh. This is a new low. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, and now I'm done with international. I got a couple of things. Okay. I anticipated this happening. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, UN, this is Libya. And we've kind of, Libya has completely slid off our radar. And I think it's something bears uh, talking about because it's an important country in North Africa and it has been liberated, supposedly. Yeah. The UN is reporting that 500 people died at sea last week attempting to flee the African country of Libya. Uh, this continues to be an ongoing problem. Uh, people are, have fallen, uh, these ferries or these boats, these make makeshift boats have been tipping over and lots of people have been dying. Uh, and the U.N. is now calling the crisis in Libya the worst since the uh, ouster of Gaddafi. And this comes back to the uh, in this in the northern part of, of of Libya that was that led the revolution that overthrew Gaddafi, the predominantly Arab. And as you get down further into Africa, 
they're not, and this is a sort of tribal thing that's going on. Yeah. And it continues to roil. And then also uh, going to Mexico, and this yeah. continues to be a, a problem. Uh, the the Mexican government continues to deny um, that the, uh, the 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 students who were kidnapped and probably killed uh, were anything but the outlaws, the the drug dealers, and the rest of it. A team of Argentinian forensic experts cast out on Mexico's claim that the disappearance of forty three students in September. Uh, go, go back there. You say that the the students who disappeared. The, the perps who made them disappear were nothing but the drug cartels. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Mexico's attorney general said local police in Guerrero turned the, the students over to drug dealers and incinerated their bodies yeah. and, and garbage dump. But reports by the Mexican, uh, Mexican magazine, doesn't matter, have implicated federal authorities, accusing them of torturing local police to force them to confess to this story. Uh, the Argentinian investigators found satellite images that showed fires at the garbage dump years before the students' disappearance. Human remains were found at the site. So they're saying that this was just the, they they found they had human remains there at the dump site, and they yeah. said those are them. In so fact, the students it, are still essentially their bodies are missing, or bodies they're missing. or they are missing, and wow. then and, and people continue to right. believe that at least the parents believe that they're out there somewhere. Uh, whether or not that's true, what just a horrible situation continues yeah. to get ho- more horrible. And now it's time for secret stuff. And now it's time for secret stuff. <laughs> Hacking group Anonymous took down more than 1,000 Islamic State websites, or Daesh, as we call them, in just three days. Mm-hmm. The militant Islamist organization has a huge special media, social media presence with accounts on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Daesh uses the social media account to recruit new members and spread propaganda. But through its operation, Daesh, hashtag Op ISIS, the hacking group has been targeting the terrorist group's online presence. So they've been following them. Messing, Anonymous. They've been messing with them. Yeah, a bit. I, like, I like this. Yeah, I, you, know, I, you know, it's a little bit spooky, but well, well it's, it's fight cool. fire with fire. If they're going the social media route, yeah. we should have people on guard who know how yeah. to, you know, go after them. And the group celebrated its campaign with a video message showing its notorious guy Fox mask. Have you seen this? It's kind of yes, cool. It's a yeah, little bit dramatic, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 bum, yeah. Bum, 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 you know that yep, kind of stuff. Exactly. They think quite well. They don't know how to express themselves without timpanies, I guess. It also warned. <laughs> ISIS, we will hunt you, take down your sites, accounts, emails, and expose you. You will be treated like a virus, and we are the cure. We own the Internet. Awesome. We are the world. We are the children. Amazing. Thank you. We are KUCI. (laughs) We are corporate media's worst nightmare. Also, on Secret Stuff, federal agents have been contacting activists who have participated in anti-Keystone XL and anti-Tarsans protests. Mm -hmm. This would be EFBI. The visits have been happening to activists in Oregon, Washington State, and Idaho. The agents have reportedly been targeting activists who have protested megaloads of, they, those would be truckloads of tar, uh, sand extraction equipment that can be longer than a football field. So they're drawing down the God. highway with these things, and the protesters have been blocking the highways. And so wow. the FBI is, like, checking in on these folk, and their lawyers are saying, don't say a thing, don't answer anything. Wow. So that's what's going on there. Also, a British court has ruled the spy agency GCHQ acted illegally when it accessed data gathered by the NSA through mass surveillance. The Investigatory Powers Tribunal, which oversees British spy agencies, ruled the secrecy surrounding the data sharing program broke British human rights laws. But the court found the program is now legal. 
because more information has been made public after civil liberties groups filed suit. Kind of doesn't make sense there. But no, it it's, it's illegal it, then, but not so much not now. Not so much now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, th this is the, the world in which we live now. The people who uh, make the rules get to change the rules whenever they want, yeah. all right? goes back to real, this really quick. Back when the whole Iran-Contra thing blew up, right? George Bush came into office after Ronald Reagan. This was after all the Iran-Contra, the people, the, all the stuff about the deception and money going to the the uh, Contras. George Bush wrote uh, executive orders, presidential ex executive orders that made everything that Ronald Reagan was a part of that was illegal during yeah. his administration made it legal. Yeah, he just wrote an executive order, presidential order, said he can do that. Yeah, arms for hostages. No okay. problem. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. So that's the way it works, kids. Yep. Also, the closure of the U.S. Embassy in Yemen forced the CIA to significantly scale back its counterterrorism presence in the country, according to current and former U.S. officials, who said the evacuation represents a major setback in operations against al-Qaeda's most dangerous affiliate. So they're, they're saying, since we're having to pull out of Yemen, we are more vulnerable now to attacks from al-Qaeda. Also, in secret stuff, U.S. government and security experts have connected Iran to many cyber attacks in the past, including one launched against the Navy. This is based on the uh, document leaked by Eddie Snowden. It's also been long suspected that Iran state hackers learned their craft from the West. So they're, they're getting attacked by us, and they see how it's done, and they're going and attacking us and with, with what they learned, wow. which is the way it works. Yeah, that's the way it works. Uh, reap what ye sow. Iran's crusade to give its enemies a taste of their own medicine started with the attacks against its nuclear facility. It goes back to, and that was done in connection with the Israelis, by the way. We, we screwed up all their centrifuges yeah. with some kind of a bug. You're listening to KUCI, 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. What's the name of that attorney? Did you get that name? Can you get it after the show? Did you catch it? I'm going to get the name of that attorney. That's right. Now it's time for drones in the news. A NATO drone strike in Afghanistan killed a member of people, including a former Guantanamo prisoner suspected of ties to the Islamic State or Daesh. Mullah Abdul Rauf was killed along with his son-in-law and others in the southern province of Helmand. Rauf? Rauf? Roof, roof, roof. You're gonna get, you're gonna get his attention again. Roof? Keep doing that. Roof, <laughs> roof, <laughs> roof. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Roof. I told you. I told you. Roof. You're gonna get him all riled yeah. up. Sorry, we're talking about a guy's death here, but nevertheless, Roof, a former Taliban commander, had reportedly pledged loyalty to Daesh. <laughs> U.S. officials confirmed the attack killed eight people accused of posing a threat. Also in drones in the news, an American drone strike killed a senior member of al-Qaeda's branch in Yemen. Yeah. According to a statement published via Twitter by the militant Islamist organization. Al-Qaeda. It in admitted the Air... that we did. It, it said, yeah. it confirmed. Al-Qaeda in the Arab Peninsula, commonly referred to as AQAP, 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 said Harith bin Ghazi al-Nadhari, 
was killed in a drone strike on his vehicle in Yemen, Shabwa province, along with three other people on January 31st. Was he the number two guy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> always, that's always like, no, I don't want to be number two. He's the, he's the one who always... Well, you know, yeah, the, like I said before, they, they kind of shuffle him around. Yeah, I you know. know they they're do. like it's, kids with numbers painted yeah, on their chest. It's, it's like know. being the guy that never is identified on the Star Trek yeah. uh, you know, You're episode. You're number one. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. Also in drones in the news, the New York City drone user group has been racing their homemade drones around Ferry Point Park in the Bronx for a long time now. They use special digital goggles to give them a first-person view from the drone. Nice. Yeah, you get it. You put the goggles on. That's you're in that drone. That's you got your camera there, and you're controlling this thing. You got your cyberspace working. That's going to be the thing. I want that. Yeah, that that, that that's because you really... can like you could just race anywhere yeah, I mean, what's to the your fun? neighbor's yard. You could be there. You you know you're looking at them. You know. <laughs> Yeah. So what's the fun in just, you know, watching the thing take off and go, yeah, go 100 yards I away? I want to be in it. Be in it. Yeah. In it to win. Uh-huh. You could just be sitting there in your easy chair. Yeah. And flying all over your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I wonder what, I wonder what Susie's doing tonight. Susie? Whatever. I don't know. Who's Susie? God. The hobbyists want to form a league and have rules to make it a bona fide sport. Which I think is cool, too. The hope is one day they will be as big as NASCAR, which isn't that cool. <laughs> but but the drone racing. Yeah. Drone racing sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. It's not one of those things where you're going to be in up in the air high. The idea is to be kind of low. So it brings in the danger of it, at least to the drone. You don't yeah. want danger to anybody on the ground. Right. But if you're flying through a forest of trees, that would be like extra Star Wars cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, I could see... You know, a, a Mountain Dew logo on the side of a drone, just flying around like yeah. crazy. People, you know, yeah. you know, you're in the, you'd be in the drone too. You as a viewer, yeah, would you're be at home, you're camera. watching yeah, this, and, and they have that. It has a kind of a NASCAR sound it. feel yeah. to it, doesn't it? Yeah, I like it. There you go. <sighs> yeah, yeah, Mother, it's yeah. time for domestic stuff. That's right, no. time for the U.S. of A. President Obama sent Congress a formal request to authorize military force against Daesh. <laughs> It's fun to say, isn't it? Six months after the United States began bombing Iraq and Syria. The resolution imposes a three-year limit on U.S. operations, but does not put any geographic constraints into it. It also opens the door for ground combat operations in limited circumstances. So no geographic constraints means that all they have to do is point somewhere and say, (laughs) Daesh! That's it. And we've been, God, how long are we going to do this? People, ask yourself, how long is the war on terror going to last? Forever. Forever. Will there ever not be a threat that people will be able to point to and say, they're terrorists, and then we will arm ourselves? Let's get to the military budgets at some point today. I want to talk about that. The Republican-controlled Congress cleared a measure to approve the Keystone XL oil pipeline. The House approved the bill following Senate passage last month. However, the bill does not have enough votes to override a veto by President Obama, who said, yeah, I'm going to do it. You could put that in probably every story about every bill that's coming out of Congress for the next two, two years. Yep. Just, just say, it doesn't look like they'll have enough yeah. you know, votes to override a veto. And the Obama administration pledged $3.2 million to help save the monarch butterfly, which has seen its population plummet 90%. Why? 90%. Tell us why, That Nathan. means there's 10% left. I know. Research has tied the butterfly's decline to the rise in industrial agriculture and genetically modified crops, which destroy milkweed, the monarch's food source and you can just go down and get some monarch seed and just spread it around really i mean if if you see milkweed you mean milkweed seed 
Is that what you meant? I said what did I say, monarch. Yeah, you said monarch. Yeah, milkweed, okay, milkweed yeah. seed, and okay. spread it around. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Go. Here we are at UCI. We we got a buttload of grass everywhere. We do. We do. We we got unnecessary plantings everywhere. If if we were so goddamn environmental, we should be dropping some milkweed. Amen. And by the way, we have an enormous. And I'm sure there's some little plot somewhere that the science, you know, uh, geeks have put together yeah. for it. Nevertheless, the whole university should be aimed at doing something like this. And another thing, we have an enormous amount of grass on this campus. Yeah. All right. I think I, I said don't, that. I not, not that not that kind. <laughs> We do have an enormous amount of grass on, on campus in both respects, but I mean, we could do more to be a lot more yeah, drought, yeah, absolutely. drought resistant yep, here. So, yep, so. yep, yep. yep. Uh, three Muslims. Do you want to talk about the defense budget? Because I didn't really. We talked no, about just it a bit last it, week. That, yeah, it, the, the budget is somewhere around in the neighborhood of. I'll, Rounded off to what six hundred billion dollars, and that's for the military. Yeah, that's, that's not including all the subsidiary uh, secret stuff. That it goes doesn't on. include the Coast Guard. It doesn't yeah. include the Veterans uh, Administration. It doesn't include um, uh, Homeland Security. Uh-uh. It does include a lot of stuff that you would assume. It doesn't include nuclear weapons. Nope. That's under the uh, yeah. under so what are we talking interior. A trillion dollars. Yes, we're yeah, talking a trillion dollars. Yeah. Okay, and they're building a plane that doesn't do anything except fly and it barely does that yeah doesn't fight anything that's relevant uh-uh. doesn't it doesn't work the software isn't going to be ready for the next t- five years or some crazy thing it has a cannon a shoe a, a weaponry on it they can't use it but it costs 400 million dollars per plane so uh, just this all this is just one example of the insanity we're going to upgrade all of our nuclear weapons which is going to cost trillions of dollars in the meantime we're fighting a bunch of guys Really, we, we're we're fighting a bunch of people. This all started with box cutters, yeah. guys with box cutters on well, planes. And the, and the important point is, is it, well, this is an important point too. But the deal is, the one percent invest in the defense industry. They that's a conservative investment. Right. That's where they're throwing right. their money. Right, right. The Koch brothers have their investments in the defense yeah, industry. Exactly. That's why we never it's a cut safe investment. the defense right, right. budget. That's right. Is because we'd have the one percenters going nuts and. That's right. Destroying careers of the politicians who did cut it. Yeah. Duh! Three Muslim students were shot dead at the University of North Carolina. The victims were killed Tuesday night when a gunman opened fire at a residential complex in Chapel Hill. They have been identified as, well, on was and on. Was the atheist guy? Is yeah, this the is thing? the atheist guy. Uh, suspect Craig Stephen Hicks was arrested and charged with three counts of first-degree murder. Hicks has frequently posted anti-religious comments on his Facebook page because he's an atheist. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they turn into something. He's an atheist. He's, of course he's going to... Rep- I mean, if a guy is that committed to call himself an atheist, yeah. I'm an agnostic. I simply... I don't care. Yeah. If there's a God, praise the Lord. If there isn't, that's it. But other than that, if you're an atheist, you actually take this seriously enough to perhaps post some quotes that are anti-religious. It's it's not a shock. Yeah. 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 Anywho. Yeah. On Wednesday, police said the killings resulted from a dispute over a parking space, and uh, the family of uh, the three folks yeah, that disputed would be, that. Did they yeah, they, they said it was a hate crime. No, I mean, now, was... you know, personally, I'm much more upset about somebody stealing my parking space than the color of their skin. That you know, as far as what color skin they have, you know, I'm not gonna. That's not gonna make my blood boil. You mean... But if but if they butted in on a parking space, or if they kept parking in one place in front of my house yeah. that was illegal to park in, I might get a little bit upset. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't take out my gun. No. But I can understand no. the parking theory here. 
that Unfortunately, he was, he was they upset were all, and yeah. then it escalated it escalated. Yeah, it, well, of course, it doesn't need to escalate. <clears throat> he's been seeing this happen for a long time. He's a little bit uh, bonkers. Well, he's he a lot off. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a lot he's, off. He's not a little. He's, uh, and I'm not, and I'm not tr- you know, trying to say I've it wasn't mad. a hate crime, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. In the sense that I'm an agnostic, I don't know. Republican Governor Bruce Rauner of Illinois launched a new effort to undermine the state's public sector unions. Oh, I heard, yes. That's going on yeah, everywhere yeah, now. Yeah. Rauner issued an executive order this week that bars unions from acquiring all state workers to pay fees equivalent to union dues. Right. That means that around 6,500 Illinois public workers who pay the fees now uh, and are not members will, you know, that, that'll just go off the record. Right. But around 42,000 state employees are unionized. And because of the advancements made by the union, the unions say that's the fair share that these right. public workers should pay because they're getting all the benefits they benefit of the union. From it. Yeah. This has always been the toughest sell for unions, by the yeah. way. This argument has always been one that does seem to carry the day with a lot of people. And that is, well, I'm not in the union. Why are you making me pay, pay dues? Yeah. And, the, and the counter is just what you said. Yeah. It's a tough sell. People have to kind of think about it yeah. because the visceral reaction is, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, now, I don't drive don't, a car. Why do I have to pay taxes right, on the street? Right. Well, because you benefit from the street. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The largest oil strike to hit the United States in decades grew larger. Union workers at two BP refineries, that'd be British Petroleum refineries in Indiana and Ohio, walked off the job, joining colleagues from nine other sites across the country. In total, more than 5,000 workers have joined the strike to demand safer conditions, higher pay, Better health care and an end to unsafe staffing levels. How dare they? BP is that is that uh, biggest pigs? Uh, they, they are. They are yeah, the quite, biggest pigs, aren't they? Quite that porcine. The the, well, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they dump a lot of oil around the world, yeah. and they're the biggest. And of course, we wouldn't be able to drive our cars without them. No, of course not. But they don't want to have any technologies that threaten their oil. So, how can we really get alternative we fuels without like fighting these people? We hate them. <sighs> Alabama became the 37th state to allow same-sex marriage after the... <laughs> Go ahead. This gets better. This is a great story. I love this story. Go ahead. You're laughing? I, yeah, I'm laughing. Go after ahead. the U.S. Supreme Court rejected the state's bid to block the unions, that yeah. means the unions of, of people, not... Uh, or marriage. Yeah. Why do they say unions here? Uh, uh, Who wrote this? Uh, I don't know. We're going to have to fire our... Same-sex standard. couples lined up to marry in parts of the state. <laughs> Alabama. Well, they lined up to marry there. Who's yeah. writing this? this Alabama. Is okay, so, including Huntsville, so what Burging, Birmingham, and Montgomery. But about 50 counties reportedly refused to issue same-sex marriage license after the conflicting order from an uh, Alabama Supreme Court justice. That would be Roy Moore. He ordered Have judges. Have you seen this piece of work? <laughs> Have you judges seen and this guy? <laughs> not to issue or recognize the licenses, <laughs> arguing the local courts are not beholden to federal laws. I, I, well, what's so, what's so he's frightened. He's frightened. What's so this funny about the him. whole thing is, is okay. So first of all, there's a real constitutional question here. It goes back to states' rights because in states' rights, you can do anything you want. But it, it, it's it's that. You know that's his argument, and the Supreme Court is saying no. We're federal. We're a federation here. You can't decide to do what you want to do. We are the Supreme Court. What part of Supreme don't you understand? But the other part is is these fifty counties, whatever they were, 
that have said, we're just not going to issue any licenses to anybody or we're not yeah. going to, you know. Well, they're not doing either license well, to well, just well, I, I guess heterosexual not, license? I guess, yeah. They're saying we're not going to issue any more license yeah. or is it license or performant, perform a ceremony? Now right? look what you did. Yeah, you see those I'm saying. You <laughs> took away everyone's <laughs> license. Exactly. Just because of you, we can't have nice things. <laughs> So, uh, you know, it's just it's such a what a just a, what a grease fire of Alabama has always been. And, and just it's just one more great yeah. story about what it I, I forget. I should have brought the story. But there's a one guy uh, in the South who wants to ban yoga pants. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Yeah. OK. I don't even should I know why? Is it because well, they, it's just kind of this slippery slope. They're no, part yeah. of the slippery slope of, of you know, like uh, seeing Christian. an outline of a nipple. That's his big problem. Okay. Seeing not not a male uh, nipple, but uh, a female nipple. You, gotcha. He gets upset there and he and he said, as far as I'm concerned, they ought to outlaw yoga pants. All right. Yeah. All right. Maybe he saw Ooh. too much. I don't know. Ooh. A New York jury found Ross Ulbricht, known as the alias Dread Pirate Roberts, guilty of narcotics conspiracy for running the Silk Road. That's a now defunct online marketplace that users oh, could yeah, anonymously purchase illegal drugs. Yeah. So he's uh, guilty. Guilty. Uh, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm going to talk about Brian Williams, Mahler. Oh. If that's okay. Okay. Because they suspended him for six months six without pay. Months for making false statements about this 2003 incident in Iraq. Williams had apologized last week. We talked a little yeah, bit yeah, about it. After it emerged that he had wrongly claimed he was on board a U.S. helicopter down by a rocket fire. Mm-hmm. American soldiers publicly challenged Williams' account, saying he was nowhere near the aircraft that came under attack. I wish I knew the, the real chain of events there, because I don't know how many soldiers said, Wait! He didn't do that. Well, one, there was somebody uh, egging yeah. him on, yeah. some, yeah. egging those soldiers on, somebody who but, set this thing up. But it is true that <laughs> these guys, these journalists, they parachute into, you know, Katrina or wherever. And, they, you know, they're there and they've got their helmet on or then the wind's blowing. And yeah. they do this because they're not real journalists, first of all. They're, re, they're news readers. So they, they can get some gravitas by showing up, you know in these situations yeah. and it's that's part of it that's yeah. a lot of big part well of it's it. a fish story and yeah. it's it's it brings some drama to the news and and the thing that gripes me about it is it's not about the war it's just adding some color yeah. to the war it, right. whether or not brian williams was shot down or not does not matter that we're there illegally You're right right but but we we get distracted and go oh brian williams is a bad know, man, man. Well, meanwhile yeah. we've yeah. invaded a country that that we had no right to invade i know I know, but he's so yeah. handsome. Yeah, I, I just don't feel bad. I've got to believe, too, that he went to, you know, the, the network called him up and said, hey, Brian, you want to take a vacation because this is getting overheated yeah. here. Yeah. We're gonna, we'll are gonna we get you back on a job somewhere. Don't worry about it. Everything's cool. Take a vacation. This will blow over and we'll appease the, the nuts. Who well, really and think- by the way, it's, it gave Fox, honest to God, it gave him like a, a week's worth of just, you know, just schadenfreude. Yeah. I mean, they've just been... Dancing in the aisles over at, at Fox News over this. So, uh, yeah, wh- wh- when is when is George Bush going to be suspended from claiming that he's president? <laughs> right. You know, wh- when is Dick Cheney going to be suspended from talk shows that he's given out crap information on? Exactly. Well, That's when are all point. these other people going to be suspended for doing things? This all Brian Williams did was say he was in a plane that was shot down. He, is it's that 
if people do that kind of crap all the time, right. they exaggerate what they've done. Right. Well, he was in a he was in the helicopter behind a helicopter yeah. that got took took fire. Yeah. Okay. Was did he think his life was in danger after he watched a, a helicopter in front of him yeah. get shot down basically or shot up? Yes. Oh, no, you know, it's all you're right. But he's they're they're not journalists anyway. For God's sake, I mean, for crying dimes. Yeah. As uh, Brian Williams was suspended, one of the nation's top satirists of the media and political establishment announced he is stepping down. John Stewart said he will retire as the host of The Daily Show after a 16-year run. 16 years. Yeah. Hard to believe. I saw yeah. him at the beginning. Yeah. No. And that's right. just the way it is, I guess. Yep. It's good. I'm, I'm the, happy for him. Yeah. The I'm most going to do some cool stuff, and I'm looking forward to his replacement. Hopefully, they'll pick out a yeah, that's nice exactly one. right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going for John Oliver myself. I, I hope wish they, they drag bring him, him away from too. HBO. Me too. It's a great show on HBO it right is. now. It is. It's just a wonderful show. If you have the opportunity, you can see his stuff on, on YouTube, too. There's yeah. a real nice one on pharmaceutical companies yeah. up online this week. I, I, John Stewart, I, I agree with you. Uh, the, the most trusted man in fake news as uh -huh. his moniker. And I, well, it's just news spiced up a bit. It's no different than what Brian Williams did, except Brian Williams is trying to spice it up dramatically. John Williams spices it up with humor. Yeah. Yep. Police in Beaverdam, Wisconsin, escorted a woman and her service kangaroo out of a McDonald's. A service kangaroo. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And This is in Wisconsin. Is, okay. Where do you get a service a kangaroo? <laughs> what is the service being provided by the kangaroo? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, that's right, Mother. Yeah, by the way. Inquiring uh, minds. By the way, and a, a servicing kangaroo puts a servicing dog out of work, doesn't it? Huh? Yeah, uh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. I would think so, too. Yeah, poor Mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. An Oregon judge ruled that a man who took a photo up the skirt of a 13-year-old girl inside a Target store did not break the law. Did not break oh the law. God. It's incumbent on us as citizens, said the man's attorney, to cover up whatever we don't want filmed in public spaces so the burden was on her yeah she couldn't wear a skirt is just you know it's just too much if you're where walking around with a skirt where, where, got, this, where did this happen uh, just out of curiosity did you say alabama I threw it down the ground here oregon oregon oh okay yeah. I thought you said alabama My no bad. okay okay and i'm kind of wrapped it here all right that's it yeah you got something else no, i don't you have anything no nothing i'm not you know not what just an amazingly uh uh, comprehensive view of the news this week. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I, uh, no, I'm, I'm, that's enough. Uh, we can talk about something oh, quick. Oh, you, you got a lot going on, Nick, coming up on uh, film school? Oh, yeah. Got great film. Um, the the, the uh, Get, the trial of Vivian Oslem. Wonderful film. Yeah. About uh, the the lengths to which this woman had to go to get a divorce. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Apparently, by he, in the U.S. Oh no, in in, in Israel. It's in Israel. Ra okay. Rabbinical law. Ah. You literally, if the if the the, the uh, husband doesn't want to divorce you, there's no apparently. I don't know if this is still true. How long ago this happened? But you can't get divorced. Yeah. Uh, and there's some laws in the books in countries that are. Pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, in U.S. but around the world, I I gotta believe it's it's worse around the world. Well, we're well, just coming out of some dark ages yeah, here. And well, and the fact is, is it, uh, by Christ, these are you know Judeo-Christian rules that these people live by, right? Uh -huh. There are a lot of Christians who believe a, a lot who believe you can't get divorced once yeah. you get married. You're, that's it. Yeah. So this isn't that far off the you know what we deal with here in the United States by some account. All right. Well, I'm looking yeah, forward so, to it. Yeah, yeah. And finally. A teenager in China known as Little Wang. That's it. No. 
A teenager in China known as Little Wang cut off his left hand in an effort to cure his addiction to the internet.